This episode of the Fonzcast is brought to you by Donkey Punch, which would like to remind you that the Fonzcast may contain adult content. Listener discretion is advised. <clears throat> so, <laughs> are you ever going to bridge the gap into death metal or what? Yeah. <laughs> I suggest that Josh, like, dude, Cannibal Corpse. <laughs> I like how you said, would, did you ever consider, like, you're very polite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, um, <laughs> has the thought ever flickered across the line of yours <laughs> to have a reed fucked with a knife? <laughs> well, no. No, well, okay. Have you ever read a Cannibal Corpse lyric? No. I I've never heard of Cannibal Corpse. Oh, you don't know the underground gore metal scene? <laughs> no. <laughs> Explain. No, uh, yeah, so... Yeah, Cannibal Corpse is like... Wait, should we let Josh play the music? Let's let Josh play the music. <laughs> Josh, play the music. We'll work the introduction in here somewhere. I'm traveling baby. I think he's just me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shit, that's, that's the brainstorming process yeah, happening that's, here. That's a little peek behind the curtain. Yep, yeah. actually Spoiler not, alert. Yep, not live. <laughs> yeah, you know it happened live, live for uh, us in the past. Yeah, live for us. Yes, I'm here with uh, Josh and Chael. Chael, <laughs> is that gonna be a thing? I think it's a thing. It's a now. Stage name, dude. Chael's Navy. <laughs> oh. Plural, not, not not plural, just Chael. No, 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 possessive Chael's Navy. Oh, it's like I own the Navy. Oh, I thought Navy is... was your last name. What? <laughs> That's that's your new stage name, Chael Navy. <laughs> Chael Navy. Oh, <laughs> well, all right. Here's some Navy sweaters, I think. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Well, again, what? Episode 39? Episode 39. Yeah. Episode 39. That's... Say it right. <laughs> We're the price. That's right. Uh, Nick is in here. He's on paternity leave. Oh, Nick, we miss you. We do. We wouldn't have given it to him, but it's the law. Right. right, yeah. yeah. And Which is funny why we choose where and when we follow the law. But I mean, why, why we follow this one but not those others? Well, no, uh, well, we should have. Right. Um, so Nick's not here. We're sad. Mm-hmm. So we are sad. There's not going to be a deep voice on here today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At least not Nick's Come on, baby. I can't. I can't. You ever, Thank you very much. Remember, Elvis is with us. <laughs> That's not what Elvis says. <laughs> Where's my peanut butter and banana sandwich? <laughs> and... Many drugs. <laughs> you made me think, uh, reminded me of the Austin Powers where she's rubbing her back. <laughs> He's like, lower. How's that feel, How does man? that feel, baby? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but oh, what were we saying before we asked Josh to play the music? Oh, what songs we want Kira to read. And I was suggesting Cannibal Corpse. And yes. you said you'd never heard of Cannibal Corpse. I've never heard Cannibal Corpse, but I've heard of them. Um, Fonz has never heard of uh, them. No, I've coming, heard of what? Coming from a guy who likes metal... They're not a particularly good band. Like, you don't need to listen to Cannibal Corpse. It's like, it's fine, I guess. But more, the song titles and lyrics are what... Like, you can just go to, like, lyrics.com and read them and just be like... (laughs) 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 Oh, you guys. Yeah, there was, like, always the things, like... Back in, like, high school, I was like, man, today was a real bitch of a day. I'm, like, I'm all bummed out. I'm going to look at Cannibal Corpse song titles and just chuckle myself into a good mood. Really? (laughs) Yeah, I guess they're all just, like, the most, like... When people make fun of metal, when they're like trying to be like the most extreme like thing, they're talking about Cannibal Corpse. Where it's like, yeah, there's a song literally called like "Fucked with a Knife." Whoa! Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> that's I can really hear about this, and you know they're shutting down uh, NWA. Well, that's because <laughs> the, the NWA had a big following, 
And it's like Cannibal Corpse when they were playing like shows originally it was like nine and a half white kids like we're in like the basement of a bar. Yeah, we were like they weren't making waves. Well, I yeah. saw something like uh, was it on the chive like about Guar? Is that similar? Guar, yeah, yeah. Guar reached a lot more people, but Guar is very intentionally silly. I saw Guar once. I, I've seen Guar oh, yeah? many times. Nice. Yeah. yeah, good show. Oh, it's a wonderful show. Like I've actually talked to people who like like really soft spoken like ladies who like play classical music and stuff and be like. Yeah, I went to a Guar show one time, and I I think everyone should. It's like, <laughs> it's not what so I what? like. But it's just like, it's like performance art. It's like a big spectacle. Is that the same thing that people that go to Burning Man say? Yeah, probably. I mean, like, I don't know, it seems like it's probably a good idea to go to Burning Man at least once. At least once. <laughs> that, really? I don't know, why not? What's Burning Man about? Well, it's about a bunch of people who do all of the drugs <laughs> and uh, isolate themselves from society out in a hellish desert hole. Yeah. <laughs> and they burn a, like, a wooden dude. And they burn a wooden dude. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. I literally like that your quote about uh, someone describing a Guar concert like that was pretty much like me. Yeah, like my buddy really wanted to go, and I was like, "Well, I'll go." What the heck? Yeah, you no, know? it's, it's I could see you at a Guar show, and we I purposely wore a white shirt. Yeah, me too. <laughs> nice, because oh, they they just they spray doused, blood and they shit. douse the crowd with like yeah, it's like a big spectacle like, where there's like monsters that they battle and like cut their heads off and like blood's like spraying into the audience. Oh, that's cool. And at uh, the end of the show, I saw they had a Michael Jackson doll come out, like a guy in a big Michael Jackson outfit with like his <laughs> wang hanging out. <laughs> Sounds about right. Lobbed it off, yep. and then it shot blood all over the crowd. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did one more than wear a white shirt. Uh, it was one day, it was like on a weekend, and went from my hometown up to Seattle, and I wore a shirt that was a white shirt that said tampon on it, and oh, so <laughs> I, got co- I got covered in blood and bile, like you do, and then, oh, I was like that when you were like, when you were going back to our hometown, you would have to take a ferry across the water, uh-huh. and you could like pin out, point at all the other people who were at the Guar show, it was like, it's like, it's like 12 o'clock at night, and there's like a bunch of people, and then like one guy walked by covered in blood, and you're like... <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope you were at the Guar show. Yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, then we went, uh, drove back. My friend, and we st- I stayed up at my friend Michelle's house, and I had college the next day. And I got up, and, like, I slept in, and got up right when I had to go to college to not be late. Go to yeah. college. Go to college. I had to go be at a But I drove straight there. Like, I didn't have time for showers or anything. <laughs> and I remember I got to my English literature class, and my teacher was like, if you picture a stuffy white college professor wears like an argyle sweater, you know, like like reading glasses, like patches on the elbows. Yeah, and, right. and um, it, he didn't mention anything about how I was covered in blood and everything, wearing a tampon shirt. What a gentleman! Yeah, and for like a while, and uh, then he was kind of just like, <laughs> "So, Michael, like, uh, what's up with you?" And I was like, "I have to sleep." I was like, yeah, "I went to a Guar concert last night," and he's like. I get it. One time my son took me to a skinny puppy show and <laughs> I got covered in a lot of blood too. And I was like, what? You've been to anything heavier than a Billy Joel concert? Where he also got covered in blood. Yeah. That's another story. <laughs> oh my god. That is Dude. so good. So was that just your way of just letting everybody know that you're college educated? Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, community college, ever heard of it? <laughs> You're like, you know, when I go to college. What's up, ladies? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's sort of the saving grace. Like, he's telling, in one hand, he's telling the story about going to a Guar concert. But don't judge him, because he was on his way to college. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm educated, and I know how to get down. Exactly. <laughs> you know what? I know how to let my hair down and have a little fun, too. Dude. Between hitting the books, I like to yeah. go get covered in blood. I'll, like, close up my Steinbeck, put it down on my reading table. <laughs> Go see a rock and roll show. 
Oh man. Well, like, it, yeah, the college days, that's what it was all about. Yeah, Steinbeck <laughs> and rock and roll. <laughs> Do you receive Revenge of the Nerds? Uh yeah. I don't know. In the dorm <laughs> they put their poster up. It's a computer. I don't like that these movies <laughs> they're like rapists in that movie. They're, well, they're not. They legitimately rape a girl. They trick her into thinking one of the nerds is her boyfriend in a dark room and he has sex with her and she doesn't know who it is. <laughs> that's like the definition. <laughs> No, it's not. He's like, I guess that's a pretty good revenge, nerd. (laughs) (laughs) I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Straight up raper. But then she she hangs out with him afterwards. Yeah. That's a worse message. She she, she she learned to like it. What she said... Are all nerds as good as you? Is what she asked him. Because <laughs> oh, like, the jocks are all thinking about sports and the nerds are all thinking about sex. I remember that now. Yeah, oh my yeah. god. What a dumbass movie. It was great. Pretty good revenge, nerds. <laughs> <laughs> they won. It's my new favorite line right there. <laughs> that movie's awesome. Teach you to call us names. But yeah, so it's weird, like the 80s, like that kind of stuff was just like okay to be in the movies. Like, hey, it's, I mean, they got him good. Yeah. You know, he was a jock. You don't understand. <laughs> she had it coming. Because they didn't like her boyfriend. <laughs> That's not no. He actually wanted to hook up with her before him. Yeah, no, I understand. All rapists already want that. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no. no, 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 no. He already wanted to have sex with her. It's yeah. fine. Yes, it wasn't he about the boyfriend. Jibs. The boyfriend part was bonus. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my I, God. I, I forgot that happened. Yeah. Well, it doesn't happen in Revenge of the Nerds oh. too. Okay. It's <laughs> like a running gag. I got you again. <laughs> You've been revenged. Later. <laughs> You've been revenged. <laughs> oh, like that's a weakest link. That's like weakest link. You've been, You've been revenged. revenged. That's uh, no, but that's your coin phrase. We did. Uh, what a wonderful segue in the in the Jeff Todd uh, review. We did. You talk about revenging someone. He, it's a it's, it's a it's a thing. He's it's like a uh, copyright. I didn't Fonds realize that. Who are you going to revenge somebody? <laughs> As I described, Blue Roof. We're talking about the movie we're ta- that uh, that we we all viewed. I just want to know why you're so revengeful. He's a lot of revenging <laughs> to do. Got a lot, of, right. hate. Got a lot so, of hating me. So you guys went and hung out with. Jeff yeah, Thompson, don't be uh, mad. I we won't. We wish you were there. Sure, you did. <laughs> I had a little, I had a little pillow with your face on it next to me. Fonz wasn't able to make it, but Michael and myself and Jeff Todd from One Perfect Shot yeah. all went down and uh, to the local pub and reviewed Blue Ruin, which is actually a really great movie, mm-hmm. uh, full of revenging. Yeah, and people that get revenged and, and hobos. Yeah, as you say, yeah. Nick's, Nick's, Nick's not, not here. here. He's a safe distance away. Yeah, he's from a review that. of a hobo movie. He's got hobophobia. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And this this will not cure his hobophobia. <laughs> <No>. Yeah, <laughs> if anything. Yeah, it will make him take his recycling in off the front porch. That <laughs> attracts hobos, apparently. He does keep it on the front porch. <laughs> oh Jesus, Nick. <laughs> Nick! Stop this podcast right now. Get all the recycling off your porch. <laughs> can't hear us. Uh-huh. And he lives right next to a boxcar station, doesn't he? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Right by the rail cars. Yeah. By a bindle shop. <laughs> Honey, are you, are, are you cooking another pie? In there? <laughs> That's a really good Nick impression if I use this one. Honey, yeah. are you on there? Cooking another pie? That's almost your Paul Giamatti. <laughs> okay. okay, do Paul Giamatti doing Nick. Yes. About on a, a balcony. <laughs> 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 Are you making a pie in there? 
Ah, well. <laughs> that was good. That was it good. sounded just like Nick. It's, it was Paul Giamatti. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Yeah, Paul Giamatti doesn't do a good Nick. Oh, you know what? Fuck you, dude. Paul Giamatti did a great job <laughs> of Nick impression. So should we listen to this thing? Uh, probably. Should you set it up? Yeah. Where, where, like, where were you guys at? Uh, well, we went to a local pub. I don't want to drop any names. I mean, Until they start sliding us Not McMinimins? Well, right. <laughs> Part of that phrase is correct. Not. Right. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> very fun. <laughs> now we sat down and we reviewed this movie and uh, gave it a good go over, as they say. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sounds naughty. Yep, it was. Yeah. <laughs> well, should we hear it? Well, I think that we should hear it. Yeah. All right. Play it, Josh. All right. Hey, Fonzcast listeners. Thanks for tuning in. We are doing another segment from the pub here. We're at the uh, the local pub. I'll leave it at that. Uh, with our good friend, Jeff Todd. <laughs> Anonymity is key. Yeah, exactly. Well, unless they're willing to fit the bill and, and get behind us as sponsors, I'm not willing to advertise for them. Um, no, but we're here with our good friend, uh, Jeff Todd from One Perfect Shot, and we're going to talk about a movie that we all watched. Mm-hmm. It was called Blue Ruin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll... I'll I'll let you start, Michael. You recommended this movie. Why'd you recommend this? Um, yeah, like, I, I don't know why, but for whatever reason, that like this is genuinely one of my favorite movies. Like I've seen it like like a top ten favorite. Yeah, like nice. I've seen it like five times. I saw it in the theater, and like me and my friend like heard about it and thought it seemed cool. It was actually we saw the raid, and there was a preview for Blue Ruin before the raid. Nice. And we were like, cool. So you were at Cinema 21 then? Is that yeah, where yeah that's, that's where we was on. Yeah. So that's where the raid, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and so, nice. like, and I was that's like, oh, man, it was like, the preview looks cool, and I was like, we should see that movie, right? And then we watched it, and I was like, Ooh, it was fucking awesome, and I've seen it, like, five times since then, and it's because it, I don't know, it's, it's, it's like all my favorite things together, where it's like, it's very, the story is super subtle, like, they don't, ex- there's, like, almost no exposition. Where it's all just like... So what, what, what's the story? There's a man revenging another uh, person. <laughs> revenging? <Yeah. laughs> I mean, so we just like call spoiler alert and just talk, yeah, talk but, candidly? But that's, no, that's what I like about it. It's like I, I, I never... I, I've recommended it to so many people and I never tell them what the story is. It's like, a homeless guy is bent on revenge. That's all you need to know. And like, that's the beauty of it. It's like there's no twists in the movie. It's just like the movie just slowly unfolds and then you like through context clues you figure out what the movie is like nobody says their relationship to each other which is always like really annoying in movies where it's like oh Sandra like you're my sister like (laughs) I know you've been going through a hard time since dad died of cancer last year and it's like nobody talks to each other like that nobody like says their relationship and their motivations to each other And, and nobody does in this movie and that's why it's cool it's like You'll there'll be like two scenes of characters talking to each other, and you're like, "How do they know each other?" And then finally, you're like, "Oh, it's his sister." Like, you know, like they, they, but like they don't introduce themselves that way. Like, "Hello, it's me, John, your brother." You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and that's what I like. It's like it's very, it's like, it's like such like a subtle movie. It's like it's like you just dropped into the middle of like a revenge story. And nobody's talking about why anything's happening. You just, through context clues, figure out what the whole story is. Yeah. And again, it's like, and it's just like super tense and yeah, and yeah. very, very bloody. <laughs> and it's got the star power of Kevin McAllister's older brother from Home Alone in it. Buzz. Buzz. And who else is in it? Eve. Whom? Plum. 
from the Brady Bunch, Jan. <laughs> what? I did not know that. Jan from the Brady Bunch is the, uh, she, she's a uh, patriarch of the family that he's revenging. Revenging. Against. Yeah, please. Yeah, I think that was the word. I was trying to remember the word you used, <laughs> yeah. but revenging. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I did. I, uh, yeah, I thought there was only one star in that movie. No, but that's Jan. Jan and Buzz. Are together both at cool. last. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Well, what are your thoughts about the movie, Jeff? Uh, you know, I didn't watch it. No, I was kidding. Uh, no, it's, what are we uh, talking about again? Yeah. <laughs> um, what? Yeah, it's a it's an amazing movie. Mm. It's a real it's a slow meditation on revenge. Yeah, and it doesn't um, it doesn't subscribe to a lot of the Hollywood tropes mm-hmm. that a revenge movie typically would have. Yeah, you know, like if you look at a movie like um, I don't know, like Taken. Where it's real, it's fast, it's to the point. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of action. The character has a lot of drive to him. Um, and I think what this movie does so well is it, 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 it's a, kind of a stripped-down revenge tale. Agree. Where yeah. yeah, it's it's very methodical in how the character is kind of putting the pieces together in order to um, make the wrong things right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's another thing that I like is that the character is like a regular human. Like he fucks up a bunch of stuff. Yeah, like he's, well, not, he's, he's kind not, of he's he's very flawed at the beginning yeah. of the film. He's a homeless guy. Yeah, there's a, kind of putting the pieces together in order to kind of execute this idea that he has. Yeah, yeah. Like movies, like you said, like Taken, where like the main character is always like really good at everything. Yeah, and like in this when he's like when he is escaping from stabbing that guy and he like wants to slash the tires. And he stabs the tire, but his hand slides down. And he like, cuts his hand with the knife. Yeah, yeah and he was like, he's like, he messes up because he's like, because he's not like a super soldier. He's like, what if a dude tried to right. revenge someone? Uh, it, yeah, that's what made it relatable. I felt like, wow, that's what that what would happen yeah, to yeah. me. Like, <laughs> you, you, you wouldn't do it perfect, right? I would screw it up and somehow get in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you were saying like the the strip down. Like, it was like I realized like it's it's like things like taken to always try to make it very. Uh, they uh, emotional by showing you everything, but like in this movie, they don't even show the thing that he's trying to revenge. Like right. they, they, they don't they, even they, tell you what it is yeah. until late, yeah, like, yeah. later on. It, it yeah, comes like, out like, in taken, it's like you, you got my daughter. I'm gonna punch all your goddamn heads. Yeah. And then in this, it was like it was like he seems mad about something. Right, but yeah, but I like, think it's a, it's when they're in the he's in the diner with his sister. I think when you mm, kind of put together what mm, what it is, right? Exactly. Right. Yeah, and that's, yeah, that's what I like about it. It's and like that's the, how you draw that there's brother and sister because it's their parents. Yeah, like, yeah, because like, that was my exact reaction. It's like, is that his ex-wife? Right. Yeah. Is, that is their this kids? like is that, yeah? Like, what what's going on here? And then you like slowly just through dialogue learn who everybody is, like how people relate to each other right. and what's happening. Right. But, yeah, I thought it was great. I, I liked it in the beginning, uh, I mean, and I'm certainly not a cinema expert, but I like the for the f- good first like 15 minutes of the movie. There's no dialogue; yeah. it's just it's just images. They're actually even very very sparse in how they use music. Like mm. there's no like there's background music. There's some stuff, but it isn't until like uh, partway through the movie. And I took notes, guys. I should probably should bust those out when we're recording this <laughs> shit. Um, partway through the movie, I think it's after he's got the guy kidnapped in his trunk, the brother, and he's driving off to kind of the country to kind of figure out what to do. Where they actually play a song like a full like it takes over the soundtrack of the movie uh, it's a song like No Regrets or something like that you know he goes gets a bite to eat he's on his way to go do something like I lo- he ends up puking up his breakfast like mm. I love how like they make the character like very very human yeah the, very uh, very uh, the part, look, the, the, human and broken yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hence human. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, the, the, Just as broken as me. 
<laughs> the scene where the guys are breaking into his house. That he's like. Right. Also, I like I like the, the, the subtle shit where he's like, where he's like looking for a place to stay, and he sees a house that has like five newspapers on the doorstep, and he's like, oh, and then he breaks in there because like that means that the people are like on vacation or right. something. Really, they never talk about it. But he's like, oh, there's like a bunch of newspapers. They're not home, and so he stays in there, and then like at the scene where like the guys all come to try and kill him, and he gets like shot through the leg with an arrow. And there's like the scene where he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna fucking like, get this arrow out. I'm gonna do like battlefield triage on myself." Right. right. And, and then he goes like, and then he's just like, "Nope." Yeah. And then, like he's like he's like trying to pull it out, and like blood's gushing everywhere, and like smash cut to like him going to the hospital. Like, I need help. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I can't. I can't do it. And yeah. I didn't. That, the credit to the actor. I love that scene too. I mean, that look. Look gruesome. He's like drooling, like squirmed it was, like a motherfucker yeah. when yeah, that happened. It looked horrible. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think what I love about the movie is it does have, even though it's a stripped-down tale of revenge, it still has kind of these notes of black humor kind yeah, of throughout right. it. And I think those are used really wisely. Yeah, like, I laughed when he went to the hospital. Yeah. But it was, like, also really, it was like, it was like, ha, 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 I would do the same thing. Right. Well, even <laughs> the line, like, that's what bullets do. Mm-hmm. Remember right. that? Like, yeah. That's, like, yeah. yeah. His face. His notes. face, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, in that, and, like, throwing up and stuff. Yeah, yeah. it was, like, all, like... Throwing up songs hilarious. Well, and relatable. <laughs> yeah, we all do it. Yeah. To keep our girlish figures. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and and I was looking up a little bit about the movie. It looked like it won a ton of awards. Oh, I hope uh, so. Like independent movie awards. Like yeah. if you look up like on uh, IMDb or whatever, like it's it's won a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, well, I was, he, he's kind of like a. a I, I love his, he? his the, story. The director. The, the director. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, you know, he was kind of a. Um, oh wedding photographer like he would mm. do a lot of wedding videos mm. and um, he made one film prior to this um, but this was kind of his big gamble he really wanted to take a risk and, yeah. and kind of make this film nice. uh-huh. um, and he went into you know he like maxed out all of his credit cards to make this movie uh-huh. and I love that because when you yeah. I think when you risk your own kind of blood and treasure to kind of realize oh. your artistic vision yeah you know you, you instantly feel like you have skin in the game right and I think that that this is um a perfect representation of kind of outlaw filmmaking. Where yeah, you're you're risking everything you have to realize your vision. Yeah, yeah, that's um, awesome. and I think it gives this film a lot of credence and a lot of weight. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen his next movie. It was uh, the Green Room. The Green Room. Yeah. Have you seen it? No, I have not. Yeah, I have mean, the one that stars Patrick Stewart. Yeah, I hear it, but like I want to see it based on the fact that I've seen Blue Room. It's like it's like Blue Room is like that was amazing. Like uh, and he's like oh he has another movie. It's like. D- done. Like, I, I right. want to see it. Right. Like, it was like, what's it about? Like, I don't care. Like, yeah, I, I saw Blue Ruin, and it was good enough for me to sell me on the idea of him making another movie. Well, I, so I think uh, across the board, all in all, uh, Fonzcast listeners, get out there and watch Blue Ruin. Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. You, it. you, you owe it to yourself to watch it. Um, thanks, Mike, for coming down to the pub. Thanks, Mr. Jeff Todd from One Perfect Shot. You got it. Yeah, thanks. It was fun. And uh, thank you, Fonzcast listeners, for uh, listening. Okay, over and out. Fonzcast. It's whatever I want it to be. Well, all right. Thanks, guys. And Jeff Todd of One Perfect Shot. What's the what's the webpage? Uh, OnePerfectShotDB.com. DB. Yeah. What does that mean? Douchebag. That's what I thought. Yeah. Well, that's okay. what's what I think. Maybe it's, <laughs> maybe it's actually like doing business. I don't know. You don't. Why don't we ask him? No. Yeah. Let's that's not. too risky. I, I, say, <laughs> I say we just wildly speculate. Absolutely. Wild yeah. speculation is a much safer course. <laughs> I think it means dinosaur, bro. <laughs> that's exactly. Dime bag. I, so, I don't know. See, you and your drug references, Josh. (laughs) You're a monster. (laughs) 
Well, anyways, Jeff Todd, thank you very yep. much. One perfect shot. DB. Yep. Done. We're going to do another segment. Uh, Michaels has another movie that you suggested. What's that? Oh, is there someone knocking at the studio door? Hello? Chamber door. Jesus. Nope. Is it the neighborhood here? <laughs> <laughs> there is a party going on in the back uh, back room of the studio. Oh. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Nobody invited us. No, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the next movie you okay. guys are going to watch? I, I put forth that we should all watch The Raid. Did you see it already? I saw it in the theater, and I squealed like a schoolgirl for the entire movie. Why, was somebody pinching your bottom? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, me and my friend went and watched an action movie in the theater. What do you think? Of course we were pinching each other's bottoms. <laughs> but, no, no, it's like, it's the most intense, crazy, brutally violent martial arts movie you will see. and like, what, like, what kind of martial arts? Uh, it's one I'm not familiar with. It's it's Malaysian, I think. I think I think yeah. The movie takes place in Malaysia. Huh. Yeah, and so it's like it's like their what their like special forces and everything use, and I don't remember the name of it. <laughs> but yeah, it's like. So you recommend this? Yeah. Do you like like the the hardcore martial arts kind of movies? Well, sometimes yeah, I like some for sure. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like the fast like intending to hurt ones like Jeet Kune Do like like Bruce Lee style. But like, like, yeah, we're not, quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like fancy, like, woo, like, like flipping like each other around. Like. Yeah, 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 like it's, yeah, yeah. It's not like the thirty-six chambers of Shaolin. It's like, it's like it's a very like the opposite, like real world, like police officers, like any quickly kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, the the whole plot of the movie, I can summarize it pretty quick. Uh, there's a, a bad guy. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure his name is Bad Guy, and but like <laughs> he like he runs like a, a tenement apartment, like shitty building. Bunch of people live in, and it's like it's a drug front. Like everybody who lives there, like deals drugs, so like makes meth, you know, like that kind of yeah. thing. So the whole thing is like it's like yeah, it's an apartment building, but, but and then bad stuff. Here. Yeah, and then so the and a special forces team goes into the building, and they're like, we're gonna take this boss out. We know he's a drug lord, and when they're in there, they get caught, and the guy now they he locks down the building, like all the windows and everything. They're like get shut and he, he's like announces to everyone he's like hey there's a SWAT team in here if you kill him you get to live here for free and so they're trapped inside this building trying to get to the top so it's like a video game yeah yeah and so it's, it's literally like going through levels like they're going like higher and higher in the building and it gets like harder and harder <laughs> and then there's like mini bosses and stuff like oh this is like his henchmen yeah but it's, yeah, but it's well, like Bruce Lee had a movie like that too right I think so. Is that Game of Game Death? Game of Death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kareem is in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, that's cool. That sounds cool. I'll watch that. Yeah, yeah, it's really simple. Like, it's like, it's not like a, it never tries to like pretend it's like, what a crazy story we have. It's like, no, don't worry about it, dude. We're just and, trying to kill the boss. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's like, it's, <laughs> and yeah, like the fight scenes are really well choreographed and like super brutal and like, cool. Nice. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, what, I can't wait to see it. What mar- do you guys like the mar- the marital arts? I do. With, like, what, 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 what would you put on your, like, your top martial arts? <laughs> I like uh, I like MMA. Yeah, for well, sure. Yeah, like that's like its own like martial art. Now. But yeah, but, the, the, but this is more like that than it is like tradition, like traditional. Yeah, yeah. There is like a lot of uh, breaking of bones and just putting people on the ground and stomping yeah, on so them. It's more like MMA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like yeah. I think that's why. Be, isn't there's no like wires and stuff? They're not like flying around like crouching cool. tiger and drink. Yeah, it's like I dig it. Yeah. Do 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 we want to talk about MMA? Well, I was gonna say you know like I don't really have anybody else here who knows like a lot about it. Uh, I've heard a lot of talk about this fight, so... Yeah. No, this, I mean, I know that it's, it's I, a bunch of girls in the ring fighting each other, right? Oh, yeah, man, they're all in bikinis. It was some mud, right? No, no, no. Well, the last fight was a couple of girls, This right? was awesome. This fight was uh, everything I hoped it would be. It was what? It was Ronda Rousey? It was Ronda Rousey versus Holly Holm, who's, I guess... Holly Holm is 
was is known as like one of the best female boxers ever. Yeah. Um, for some reason, Ronda Rousey wanted to try to box with her when she's a judoka and she's known for winning by submission. So she tried to stand with the boxer, which you shouldn't do. So anyway, she shocked the world, right? She knocked yeah. out Ronda Rousey. Like, right, yeah. Cold. It was crazy. It was really, really impressive. And every time Ronda Rousey would try to swing at her, Holly Holm would not be there. So it was kind of like Mayweather, you know, ish. Right. You know, except, you know, Holly Holm knocked out her opponent. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, you know, one of the coolest things that I read about the game plan, because uh, she comes from a camp that is really known for working out the right game plan for the opponent. Mm-hmm. So Holly Holm was finishing almost every opponent she faced outside of the UFC. They bring her into the UFC and they put her up against, I can't even remember the other two girls' names, you know, so I don't want to mm-hmm. be mean and say they're nobodies because they would definitely kick my ass, you know, but um, the plan was to go to decision on purpose and drag the fight out instead of finishing her opponent like she had been known to do. And so it made it look like she was having uh, an issue with the, with the level up coming to the UFC and then comes and knocks out the champion like like nothing. She made her look like an amateur. So they played the long game. So why did uh why did Ronda Rousey box her instead well, of fight her traditional way? It was like Well, cause I think that again, I can only assume and this is very I guess like gossipy, I guess, right? But I think she believed her own hype. Okay, that's what I was asking. You know, like, like, I think it she, wasn't like she like it was an agreed upon rule. She actively chose for herself like yeah. I'm going to box I'm yeah. sure what's up. Yeah, she came. And I think yeah. that, so I think there was another thing that happened too, is I, I think that obviously there's a lot of pressure on Ronda Rousey because of all the hype that she had been mm-hmm. getting. And I think that she just seemed different this entire time. Like she came out in the weigh-ins and I actually think she lost in the weigh-ins because like Holly Holm has been just this nice, her nickname is the preacher's daughter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. she's just been this nice, polite, talking about, just saying nothing, po- uh, nothing but positive things about Ronda Rousey and just saying, you know, I'm coming and she's going to show up and she's going to fight her fight and she's going to win is about the worst thing she said about Ronda Rousey. Everything was good, good leading up to the weigh-ins, but for some reason, Ronda Rousey, when she comes out in the weigh-ins, she has this like really intense look on her face like she's going to fight that day. This is not entirely normal for the weigh-ins. Mm. And then, so she goes Which weigh-ins the, are we talking about? The, they weigh- Damon, Marlon. <laughs> uh, um, hey. Yes. Whoa. Yes. Yes. Whoa. Yes. So she comes out super intense, and she goes right at Holly Holm and gets in her space, puts her forehead against hers, and Holly Holm just takes her fist and puts it on Ronda's chin and pushes her away, and Ronda is, like, lost for words. Like, almost like, you mean you're not afraid of me? Right. <laughs> you know, so... Ronda, I was in Fast she, and the Furious 7. Yeah, God, I was in the Entourage. Yeah, respect I in, me. I was in a Carl's Jr. commercial. <laughs> you know, like... You don't scare me like that. <laughs> I know. I play Patrick Swayze in an upcoming movie. <laughs> yes. You know, so I think that... That right there she was in there because she was trying to talk some shit after that all that that nice sweet shit is all fake blah blah she's like stumbling on her own words she's like you're gonna get it it sounded really high school mm-hmm. like she overreached like she just overreacted and yeah. I think Holly Holm just put her to bed there's like memes out there where like Holly Holm's got has a red like thing like a matador has and mm-hmm. <laughs> run around he has, he has horns <laughs> and every time she swings Holly's out of the way I mean like it's just bad wow. dude it's it yeah. was a great fight. I won some money. I, I, I won some money on DraftKings. Nice. nice. Not a, a sponsor. And, and it's not gambling. It's just a contest. Right. Right. It should totally remain legal. Because <laughs> I guess they're trying to make it illegal. Right. Mm. That's what I hear. So, I don't know. I don't know much about it. All I know is that I'm $36 up. So. Yeah, no, that, <laughs> there it is. Yeah. There it man, is. That's a lot for me. That's, that's enough <laughs> yeah. reason to like a stranger. Like, yeah. I've never met this Holly Holmes, but if she gave me this 36 bucks. <laughs> Yeah, you're like, yeah, she's you're pretty, right. cool pretty cool guy. pretty cool guy. It's fine yeah, she's showing yeah. Ronda face around. So, like, I know that I'm, like, I know Mike is kind of a casual MMA 
Yeah, like, I know of, and I see occasional fights, but yeah, yeah. I by no means follow it. But I like, I, I, I love this stuff, and Josh, thank you for letting me talk about it. Huh. Well, but of course. But of course. <laughs> the videos are amazing. I love the, mm. the, the highlights from that it's fight are crazy, awesome. Dude. It was It was amazing. Like, well, I mean, it wasn't very competitive, but it was just crazy to see somebody like who, like Ronda Rousey, was just this animal beat. Like, I think before this fight, all her fights together, all her wins totaled up to about 25 minutes. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah, no, you were absolutely right. She, like, like you said, I, I'm very casual and casual as you can put it, I can't believe. But, like, I, though, like, I, that was my first thought. I was like, oh, she lost? Like, did you believe her own hype? Because it was <laughs> yeah. like, because, like, I know about her. I know a lot about her. Like, yeah. I, she's in Fast and Furious 7 and everything. Like, I know, like, she is got to be believing the hype. Like, yeah. you like, yeah. And like you're saying that that high school thing is probably pretty true. Like to be yeah. stumbling over your word, it'd be like the prom queen. Yeah, you know, like right. yeah. like right before the like the vote, like the previous prom queen being like, "What's up, bitch? You know you're not gonna beat me." And then like, that girl's not <laughs> yeah. scared, and then yeah. you'd be like, yeah. "Wait, what?" Yeah, yeah like, but yeah. Uh, but but I'm I'm the prom queen lady. Like yeah. that's what I do. Yeah, like well, why aren't you scared? It's yeah. like when Nelson when you made me bleed my own blood. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> of the Simpsons. <laughs> Nelson's wait what's his what's the what's the, boy's name? what's the boy's name Nelson yeah like he uh he has a little scuffle this is when Bart was more of the focus we were really young and he gets bullied by him and then he's got a bloody nose <laughs> like and then he's like you made me bleed my own blood <laughs> <laughs> is that in the Simpsons yeah cause he's like oh no I'm, you should, sometimes I get other people's blood on me no oh. you know like no, wait, wait, wait a minute <laughs> should that be it or what I think so. I mean, I don't have anything else to talk about. You got anything else to talk about? Been reading a series of books lately. I'd like to play the music, Josh. Yeah. I think that'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> All right, thank you. So to tell Jeff. us about that series. <laughs> thank you to Jeff you know Cobb. One read. perfect shot, right? DB.com. That's right. Check it out. Check it out. He's, bro. he's a funny dude. Uh, I think he's got a picture of PB Herman on his Twitter. Yeah. Anybody who has a yeah. picture of Peter Herman on Twitter? It's funny enough for me. You gotta yeah. ask questions. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> thanks, Jeff Todd. Check us out. What are, we're on SoundCloud. We're now. on SoundCloud. Yep. We're at fontscast.com. We're on iTunes. We're at all the Android app. Yeah. Uh, podcast ones, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah not and, all you know, the apps. Yeah. But the yeah no matter yeah. what app you download, you will find the. <laughs> we'll find. We will be there. You download anyways, a Kindle book. Yeah. You'll see a picture of us in there. You know, actually, you know, what we never say. Check us out on, on Facebook and yeah. on Twitter. All at the Fontscast. Yeah. YouTube. Yeah. YouTube. Maybe we'll put something up on there at some point. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, anyways, Nick, we miss you, buddy. Yeah. Hopefully we'll see you soon. <laughs>